All right, and we are live. Coming to us all the way over from the Republic of Florida. Wotan, how's it going, buddy? The Republic of Florida? That's who we are now? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm willing it to existence. I will have the Gomez one day. <laughs> Florida needs to be first. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what what else can I say? But, uh, you know, the, his, his lordship, uh, Ron DeSantis... <laughs> Florida has has granted me permission to be on the stream, but yeah. Oh, he had to give you special permission. Yes, just, just to get on. <laughs> special special permission. You have my blessing, peasant. <laughs> um, I mean, I I think if I may be so bold to suggest on your stream that we that we uh, discuss my apparent uh, abusive relationship that I'm in right now. Yeah, I was just wondering who gave you the shiner over there. So, oh, oh the shiner, the shiner plus uh, uh, various scabs on my hands. Yeah, so, so those are defensive wounds, obviously. Um, <laughs> turns out I'm I'm very very much in my own mind a better skateboarder than I actually uh, am. Yeah, the good old skateboard. And uh, yeah, I basically wiped wiped out, and uh, yeah, it was. Like so, here's my new thing. I'm gonna start telling people that I was actually saving a little <laughs> old lady from being mugged, just oh, because yeah. I feel like it's 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 got better clout. Yes, and then you can actually use the line. You should have seen the other guy. Exactly. Like yeah, it's, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I used to skateboard when I was a little kid, and uh, there was one time I, I wiped out pretty hard. I uh, skidded on the concrete on half of my face. And it was all skinned up and everything else. And I had a never-ending amount of enjoyment of, like, flinching every time the, the parents said something to make it look like they had done this to me. <laughs> Not again! <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, at least you got utility out of the accident. I just, like, I, I, I think, like, the problem is the semester just ended here in Florida. So there's only so many people in town because right. I live in a college town. So there's only so much utility I can get out of this in the next maybe week or so and then i'm done N yeah. maybe next couple of days and then i'm done yeah so it looks like the uh, the stash broke most of the fall there so i think i think you're good <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it, it actually did, it did. it's a solid stash it was it was a good investment so yeah <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> yeah. good job those are those are implants great <laughs> probably not <laughs> No, nah, this is this is all eighties black guy genetics, like yeah. Yeah, it's got a very uh, Carl Weathers uh, vibe going on. Right, I, I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm either about to say that I'm too old for this shit, or I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to be like a grumpy police chief and be like, "Damn it, you caused so much property damage." Hand in your gun and your badge. I I don't know. That's catch that guy, or I'll have your badges in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. That's that's that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. It's like uh, when you first popped on, I was expecting you to go, well, 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 what do we have here? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, sorry to disappoint, but yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We know we you keep all the capes and everything in the closet over there. So I do. I do. It's just off screen. They're just off screen. It's, it's, it's a Florida man thing. Hey. That's how it goes. You know, it used to be when this was audio only. I mean, everyone's imagination would have to fill in the blanks on everything going on in the room. You know, now that oh. we've got video, if it's, you know, outside of it's, that, it's funny. It's fill, funny you fill in the blanks. <laughs> Phil, you mentioned that, but like I was in a space the other day and, um, you know, obviously because of my accent, people yeah. don't realize stuff. And, and one dude was like, wait, you're a black guy? I'm like, yes, bro. Like, look at my fucking avatar. Look at look at the pictures of myself I posted. There, look at my podcast. Like, there's literally, you know, like, of which you are welcome to join us on one day, please. Like, yeah. Oh, the no script show. Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a fun time when I when I went on yeah. with you and uh, what was his uh, name, Martin? Martin. Think, yeah. 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 But uh, we'd love to have you on again. Yeah, that was a, it was a pretty fun time. We ended up talking about uh, college football most of the time and. Hardly any politics, which is just the way I like it. So, <laughs> speaking of college football, I, I've 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 boycotted your most recent episode on that. Mm. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> FSU. Oh my god. <laughs> I I've, I've boycotted the most recent episode of your show on on principle. Oh, with me and uh, CD McRae talking yeah. about uh, LSU. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and somebody somebody had the audacity the audacity to park with LSU plates in my town. I saw that picture. It was hilarious. <laughs> on a Saturday morning. And I like how you kept the license plate number so everybody that has access to a Nexus Lexus search can find out who that person is. Wait, did I did I post the actual number? Yeah, it was like the whole number on there too. I looked them up. Oh shit. Okay, now I feel <laughs> super bad. Nah, nah. It'd be just the same as if you were passing it in a parking lot anyways. So yeah. it's just it's just kind of funny because I get to look up license plate numbers all the time. It's like, who does this car belong to? I was just I was just I was just so offended that an LSU plate <laughs> would park in Tallahassee. This is just unacceptable. The, the nerve of some people. On a Saturday on yeah. in football season? Yeah, it's it's kind of strange over here. Sometimes we'll get uh, the weirdo who moved to Louisiana from Alabama and they still got like all of their Roll Tide shit all over the truck. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Speaking of Roll Tide, can we talk about uh, Alabama losing to Texas A&M? Did they lose to Texas A&M? I haven't been keeping up. They did during this last season. Oh, and no. this was the most beautiful part of it for me. I was in Nashville, Tennessee uh, for, uh, ironically enough, a, a, a an actual libertarian conference. Like an actual yeah. student's liberty, libertarian conference. And I was in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm sitting in this bar and... I did not know this before I came to America. Apparently, Nashville is like the second, uh, I don't know, mecca for bridesmaids, aside from Vegas or whatever. There was so many screaming. Okay, I I live in I live in Africa, okay? I, I'm from a yeah. third world country, South Africa. I, I, I'm in a country where the top predators are the humans. The other predators are things like lions, black yes. mambas. They... I mean, if, if you get bitten by a black mamba, you might as well put a bullet through your head because that'll kill yeah. you faster. Like, you're dead. Yeah. If you get Y'all also by... have those weird spitting cobras, too, that'll, like, blind you Most if you don't get it washed speak, out. Spitting cobras, ring yeah. pulses. There's a bunch of spitting cobras. I, I live in that. That's the environment I grew up in, so I'm not easily terrified. <laughs> but screaming, drunken, blonde, blue-eyed... <laughs> Fucking yeah. Becky's from New York in, in oh, Tennessee, not Becky. Nashville, Tennessee are just it was terrifying to me. It was Yes. That that's terrifying for anybody. It's a it gets really uh really interesting down here for uh tiger tailgating because they're walking around and they've been drinking all day. I just I don't <laughs> understand how they go from like what is it about drinking that just transforms them into these terrifying creatures? I just well, you know, it's that whole thing. It removes all inhibitions. So normally where they would be keeping quiet now, they have to be loud. Yeah. It's just, I, I woke up at, at 6 a.m. On, on one of the days of the conference, and there were still girls screaming in the courtyard. <laughs> I'm like, how how is this allowed? How is this legal? I don't understand. <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh, it's technically legal, I guess. It was terrifying. So... Yeah, I was there. So th that's the one the one thing I had on the side of me. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see a Texas A&M game. And I see their game against Alabama. I was like, wait, what? And I see the scoreline. I was like, no, this is impossible. Texas A&M were beating Alabama. I was like, what? How? This is impossible. Yeah, it's uh, every now and then A&M will pull out a win. And even A and M is probably sitting back, and they're probably going, "How did how did we do this? Let's try to replicate it again." <laughs> and this will make me the most unpopular guy on on Twitter in terms of seeing as I live in a southern state. But seeing the sadness, the slight glint of sadness in Nick Saban's eyes, so <laughs> satisfying. Oh, good so old satisfying. little Nicky. Yeah. All right, so it's time to scare you now. Ah, uh, this is this is what we're treated to on LSU on game day. They all walk around like this, and they've got cowboy boots on. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to take a trick up to 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 to, <laughs> to your neck of the woods. Yeah, you're going to have to. 
gonna have to tiger tailgating is is the best got to do it sometime it's 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 very like i my my whole thing is and that's the other thing that that i keep saying over and over again that i i have friends and family that live in places like um la new york i'm like do you realize there's an entire country outside of these metropolises that you just don't want to experience? Why would you not want to experience that? And yeah, so I'm very hyped to experience the rest of the U.S. Yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, the U.S. is just so different. It, it, you could drive like an hour and just be in a different part. And they speak differently and everything else. It's it's pretty pretty wild. And especially for folks out there that live in L.A. and New York, and they just kind of stay in those little bubbles. They, they have no idea what goes on in the middle parts of the country at all. Oh, man. And they even they even sell shirts in Los Angeles where it's got like a map of the United States. And the area that says Los Angeles, it points to and it says home. And then everywhere else, it just says not Los Angeles, but in the shape of the United States. It's like, wow, it's almost a cult out here. Twenty five million people strong. <laughs> The hubris is um, amazing. Yeah. And anybody go in to visit Los Angeles and was like, wow, I'm never coming back. <laughs> I mean, I, I love New York State as a state. Like, uh, I mean, I even enjoy New York City in very, very small doses. But yeah, I, I prefer New York. I, I prefer regions like the Catskills and all that just over yeah, that New York City. Yeah, the Catskills were pretty much where everyone from New York City would go on vacation during the summer. I mean, I've, I I was fortunate enough to have a family up in, in the, who have a log cabin type thing in the Catskills. And they were like, where do you want to spend Christmas? I was like, I'm not spending the rest of it in, in, in flipping Manhattan or Brooklyn. No, <laughs> let's go up to the I don't want to sit in the city. for. Take me up to the log cabin. I don't care if I don't get fancy super fast internet connection it's, right it's it, i don't care i'm very happy to trudge through snow i'm very Just happy to yeah checking out for for the weekend yeah 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 that's always a, a great time to get away from a big city especially in new york i mean you can feel the energy uh well i don't know anymore i haven't been up there since the uh, since the nonsense started <laughs> so. Since since um, since uh, what was it? We're we're all supposed to die. Yes, all of us. All of us. Wait, you're still alive? Yes, I'm still yes. alive. Amazingly, shockingly, I'm still alive. Yeah, I had uh, responded to one of Legal Man's uh, tweets the other day. He was like talking about the, you know, the nonsense and everything else, and I was like, oh, you didn't look around and see like the uh, the teams of people in hazmat costumes and uh, going around putting up bodies on flatbed trucks to take to the local field crematorium that they had to hastily build. <laughs> you know. And he goes, no, I must have must have missed that one. I'm still alive, apparently. <laughs> we're we're yes. all still alive. There, this is, I mean, I live in, in, in Florida where there's nothing but death and destruction. So Yeah, yeah. And your whole entire state was like a blue zone as far as like new cases and everything. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and I've been there twice, twice this year. Went to Jacksonville for a week. Went to Orlando for the Tom Woods thing. Oh, oh nice! Man. It's fantastic. Walking yeah, it's... around, it still killed me that there's like employees and everything walking around with masks on. That was like the only bummer. But after yeah. you know a little bit, you know, you can see it's like starting to come down below their nose or hanging off of their chin and everything else. But oh well, it's not the point. It's the principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I totally get it. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting because one of the things about Florida is that, is, is, as I've learned, is that per capita, it's actually somewhat of an old state. Yeah, there's a lot of people go to retire there. Yeah. Which is interesting considering the actual deaths per million in Florida, considering how old old of a state it is yeah who knew get outside with fresh air and sunshine and you know <laughs> i i think it's, it's so weird as it's, it's, <laughs> as as uh, old uh, ben shapiro likes pointing out it's one of the oldest states say for maine where there's like seven people and a moose so you know 
yeah, Maine, Maine is another place. So it's like you're more likely to come upon a moose up there than you are another person. Uh, if you're not in like Portland, Maine. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I've, I've been meaning to address you Americans about that. What is with duplicating your cities? Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> uh, yeah, one came first. The The Portland, Oregon came second. Yeah. Cairo, Georgia, or Cairo, Georgia, Cairo, yeah. New York, Cairo, New York, like woods. <laughs> uh, there is a Baghdad. There is a Baghdad, Iowa. Remember that. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we also have a Baghdad down here in Louisiana. That's kind of fun. A color me surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little, like small town. It's like maybe got a hundred people in it. Were they recently brought here after you pulled out of <laughs> Afghanistan? Or? No, I mean, it's, it's always been that way. But um, they did have, uh, I want to say it was like Canada Town or something like that during Hurricane Katrina. It's like a bunch of Canadians came down here and they uh, started building like a little uh, city to get, you know, people uh, shelter and everything. And just for the most part, a lot of people stayed. So it became like its own thing. It's kind of fun. Wow. Canada town. Huh. Yeah, there's like no Canadians there. It was like started there by like one Canadian uh, home builder that was like trying to get some housing put together for people to seek shelter in. So what's <laughs> just for maple syrup outfit? Like how much <laughs> like bottles per year? Maple syrup output of, of Canada town, you say? It's like, why is he down here by, uh, planting a bunch of maple trees? Uh, I don't know how well that's going to work out here in the Louisiana heat. <laughs> Yeah, how's that? How's that treating you, <laughs> dude? Right now it is what seventy degrees outside. <laughs> I'm still adjusting to the concept of Fahrenheit versus Celsius. Yeah, yeah, it's uh pretty warm out there. It was like uh last week, uh, kind of chilly. It was like fifty degrees outside. You know, I had like la nice little hoodie weather weather going on. And then uh, this week, it's all been like 60s and 70s all during the day. So I'm like, oh, it's like, who knows? Maybe next week, it'll be down in the 20s again. Who knows? I, I hope so, because, uh, okay, so here's the thing I did enjoy about upstate New York. It's kind of what I imagine in sort of the old 50s crooners. Uh, you know, like they used to have those sort of Rat Pack Christmas albums, Frank Sinatra, yeah. Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. singing infinite covers of the same songs. This is just dreaming of a white Christmas, Christmas walls, all that stuff. Like, yeah, that's that's what upstate sort of Catskills, New York is like. I was like, oh, this is awesome. It's just, you're sitting in a log cabin. There's, I was like, this is awesome. I like this. This is what I imagine America in Christmas time to be. Yeah, not so. It's uh, different just about everywhere. Uh, it's like if you go out to uh, Vegas, they put Christmas lights up. Uh, and then there's like no trees anywhere for miles around, you know, <laughs> there's a uh, places out in Los Angeles. They'll put Christmas lights up on the palm trees and everything. So it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I feel like people who are in Las Vegas over Christmas time are a too blasted to care that there's no <laughs> snow or anything like that. And B you must be either really, really depressed or really, really happy to spend your, your Christmas time in Las Vegas. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, when I was a kid and we lived in Nevada and uh, Las Vegas would be our summer vacation because we lived in uh, Reno. So we would drive down to uh, Las Vegas back in the time when the interstate had no speed limit on a very long section between Reno and what? Las Vegas. Yeah, it was a straight shot. And it just says no speed zone, and you would just haul ass. <laughs> How? What? Yeah, yeah, they don't have that anymore. I think uh, Montana was the last state to have a no speed, no speed zone on an interstate. But they uh, since then went to like eighty-five. Texas has an eighty-five speed limit, which is nice. I actually. Um... And to to, to 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 sort of prove my libertarian bona fides, uh, I actually sat in on a lecture recently on uh, speed limits and seatbelt laws. Oh yes, 
and and why their and why their status depression and it was uh interesting it was really good stuff yeah i was like uh the, the seatbelt thing and the speed limit thing uh, they're completely done all kinds of like ass backward uh number one if you have a proven ability to drive and you're not over the age of 80 and you can still see i there shouldn't be a speed limit for you <laughs> you know if you crash into another car we'll deal with that because then you've actually injured somebody's party or somebody right their cells and their property yeah but if you're you know starting to get up there in age and maybe driving isn't such a hot idea yeah maybe then there might be some you know restrictions placed on you but uh you know i just see in the future that none of that's going to matter because we'll have you know electronic roads that you just plug in your destination and whatever vehicle that you get into just automatically takes you there there is no handling of a steering wheel or whatever but that's still a long ways off and then the the seatbelt thing um i think it's stupid not to wear one. Oh yeah <laughs> yeah because i i've looked at all, all of all of the data because i was once trying to make that argument it was like oh well you know they they harm a lot more than they help and everything else and i looked at the data it was like Oh, no, no, they actually do save quite a lot, you know, from getting like horribly injured or actually dead in a car wreck. Uh, okay, so if you're not going to wear one, okay, it's your choice. I think it's kind of stupid. Also, like drinking Drano, it's kind of stupid. You know, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, again, it's sort of uh, boils down to my own sort of path to libertarianism where I'm, pe- and yeah. this is my perennial sort of bugbear when people sort of ask oh you're a libertarian i'm like yeah sure and then so you support this and i'm like i support x in terms of (laughs) you should be able to do it if you want to it doesn't imply it shouldn't imply that i think that it is a endorsement for it yeah yeah and that's the sort of thing that people and 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 maybe you can tell me why that is that that i've found in america that a lot of people when you mention libertarianism sort of assume that just because i don't oppose people doing x it doesn't mean that i personally don't think it's a dumb thing to do and i yeah i don't know like maybe you get yeah i don't know what it is but it's like nuance is just dead like you can't have like a discussion with it without automatically being assumed that you're out there trying to kill people which I like, why are you going to that level of, of extreme? You know, uh, I had a talk once with a, with a coworker about, uh, legalizing, uh, drugs. And she was like, wait, are you saying cocaine is good? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, it's terrible. You know, don't do it. It's like, but at the same time, I don't want to see you going to jail for a substance abuse problem. You should be able to go to a doctor and the doctor being able to help you get over the addiction problem, you know? And then she was like, Oh yeah. Okay. That, I guess that makes sense. I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want there to be cocaine vending machines at a high school, you know, <laughs> I mean, was, that's, I that's kind of where they take it. It's like, why do you think I want like little kids to be injecting heroin into their veins? I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> I had the same discussion with somebody um, on campus the other day. They were like, cause they, they saw me with the Gadsden flag, AKA the semi yeah. flag on my, and they're like, Oh, you're a libertarian. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so do you, believe that everybody should be doing heroin i'm like no <laughs> what have you people been I, reading <laughs> i think you should be able to do heroin if you want to i think it's a terrible idea for you to do heroin but if you want to i'm not going to make laws against you doing it yeah yeah and there's a stigma because a lot of people who get into trouble with drugs and everything think they can't go to a doctor because they think the doctor is going to turn them into the cops you know, pretty simple. Take the stigma away from it, and all of a sudden people are getting the help that they need. It's amazing. It's a similar concept with, with guns. I mean, I come from a country where, again, as we've mentioned before, our, our levels of gun control are um, horrific, to say the least. As <laughs> yeah. And by horrific, I mean so tight that it is unbelievable. And amazingly, we still have horrifically high levels of uh, gangs in the streets, yeah. um, hijacking people with rifles. You know, where did this, where did this sort of, 
um, Ukrainian knockoff AK-47 end up in, in South Africa? I don't know. It's illegal, but somehow it ended up here. Turns out criminals don't obey laws. Yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, well, the level of poverty there is also staggering. Uh, I think the movie District 9, because all of that was filmed in South Africa and everything. Yep. Uh, somebody was like, there's no way people live like that. And I was like, yep. dude, that's like a real place. Like the tin shanties and everything. Yeah, that's like, no, that's like a real thing. <laughs> Those are sections of my country. Yeah. And it's like, just like, no way. I was like, yes, that's like a real place. You know, when they were filming that, they had to have armed security there just to make sure that their cameras and shit didn't get stolen from them. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah, and um, it's it's funny you mentioned that with, with the whole housing thing, it goes back to, as I've mentioned before as well, on many, many platforms, we literally have housing as a human right in our constitution, and yeah. it hasn't built a single house. Of course not. It hasn't improved the housing that exists. It hasn't cheapened the housing that exists. It, it hasn't done anything other than be on paper as a human right. Yeah, I would love, I would absolutely love that we live in a magical world where if you make something a human right, it 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 changes the laws of of scarcity, and right. and the universe so that people can have houses. I really would like. There's this weird sort of um, idea of of libertarians that were these mustache twirling villains who are like, ha ha ha! I'd love to sit in my Scrooge McDuck vault of money. Like, yes. <laughs> Where we sit back and we adjust our monocle and you go, mm, capitalism. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love if, 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 if it were that easy that I can just write it on paper as a human right and put it in our, we did it. We put it in our constitution. You can look up the South African constitution and housing as a human right hasn't helped a single damn person. Yep. Well, it did. It helped the politician get reelected, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it didn't help anybody. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got you uh, housing as a human right. Vote for me, please. And I will promise you all sorts of stolen stuff from others. <laughs> Uh-oh. We've gone to drinking. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? Oh, since I'm now in America, I've taken to drinking wild turkey. Oh, nice. It mixes so well. <laughs> I've also realized if I if I can't use wild turkey to sanitize my wounds, then I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, if it's uh, if wild turkey can't sanitize a wound, then it just can't be sanitized. That's just how that goes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty pretty wild stuff. I, I love wild turkey. It was like uh, one of the first drinks I had as a young man, and it was like you drink it. It was like, mm, yeah, I'm gonna get drunk so fast on this. It's not even gonna be funny. Was a uh, actually out on the range today with a with a buddy of mine one of my good mates who is in a certain military branch which i cannot mention for for obvious reasons well uh, you could tell me but then you would have to kill me so <laughs> but uh yeah we had a great time and yeah like i said firing that 44 magnum with the, with the, the big iron with these wounds on my hands after the skateboarding accident yeah, um, i'm pretty sure that felt awesome afterwards Oh, it, yeah, it's so great. So great. It's just, uh. Yeah, the 44 Magnum was the very first gun I ever shot at the age of five. Five? You? Yes. Five years old. We would, go up, <laughs> we would go up into the hills, and uh, Dad was a uh, Dirty Harry fan. And because Dirty Harry had a Smith & Wesson Model 29 44 Magnum, Dad had to have a Smith & Wesson Model 29 44 magnum so we went up there and we uh found like this old five gallon plastic bucket up in the hills and we shot at it and of course dad had to stand behind me and like hold my wrists together and aim it that was but yeah that was the first gun i shot it's 44 mag so it's always had a little special place in my heart and one day i would like to make an ar-15 chambered in 44 oh <laughs> But I would imagine I would have to do it in 44 uh, auto mag rather than the uh, the Remington mag, so that way I don't get a rimmed cartridge and you know rounds would feed. I'm actually googling that right now. What the auto mag? Yeah, yeah. It's uh he had that in uh, those uh, Dirty Harry 
two or three, they introduced the automatic. Huh. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty fantastic pistol, but they had to change the uh, the actual round itself because the rimmed cartridges just wouldn't feed right. So they had to make their own. The the same guy went out on the range with um, his uh, lady friend. Uh, he he made a a customized uh, sub two thousand. Nice for her. Um, and there is almost like it is the most zeroed in. Just it it just shoots like a dream. I'm like I wish every gun I put in my. By the way, so so part of my <laughs> accident was that I yes. I actually. I sort of fell into a roll and uh, hit my hand, face, and rolled. Shouldering a rifle today was a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, there's just no way to get around it. It's just going to hurt, and it's going to suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'd already gone in for for the ammo. So it was kind of like... And and I I tried to text the boys. I'm like, you know what, guys? I don't feel that good. I'm going to pass. And they're like, oh okay you're trying to wimp out on this i like no 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 like like and and basically it came down to it's not our fault that you're bad at skateboarding you better show up <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah it was a uh another fun fun thing that i had uh back when i was like in my early 20s uh i knew a rich guy and uh, the rich guy had got himself a hold of a 20 millimeter anti-tank rifle <laughs> And I uh, got to shoot that thing once, and that thing left a bruise on my shoulder, uh, in the exact shape of the stock, and even you could see like a little outline of where the screw was, in the butt. <laughs> a twenty millimeter hit so hard, even though it's like counterbalanced with springs and everything, and the uh, the barrel actually uh, retracted. Yeah, it still hits very very hard. Like twenty millimeter, it's like, you know, a foot long. It's it's ridiculous. It's wow. Okay, never mind then. Like <laughs> my my forty four magnum hand problem is like you. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Well, the other worst thing is uh, putting the pistol grip on the shotgun. You ever done that before? God, that hurts. That hurts. No, really but I do have a footage of my little brother, little brother. Um, yeah, because I'm five eleven and he's six foot two six foot four built like a linebacker as i've mentioned before right and um i have i have footage of him firing a south african design denel and anti-material rifle and even as big as a dude as he is even he's just like sort of struggling to sort of handle <laughs> that thing as firing a denel ntw20 anti-material rifle i'm like holy shit and he's <laughs> again he's six foot two six foot four he's He's yeah, you should be boy. able to handle it. Yeah, and and he's like a good two hundred pounds. Yeah, or so. Yeah, yeah. That's like when you start getting up in the in the big boy calibers. Uh, yeah, the all of the weapons they weigh like over twenty pounds. Like the the rounds themselves weigh about a pound each. Yeah, <laughs> it can get out of hand pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's always frightening seeing somebody you know a good head taller than you who's you know like I said. He's in the he's in NFL weight classes. Seeing him struggle with the weapon, I'm like, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, when I uh, bought my first pump action shotgun, uh, it came with a pistol grip with it. So I put the pistol grip on it once, and you know, I show my friend, and my friend goes, mm, "You're not gonna like that pistol grip." I said, "Oh, come on, no, it'd be cool. It's like in all the action movies." So we go out and we uh, go find uh we found this old mannequin out in the woods somewhere and we went shooting at it and uh yeah i put a couple of uh triple lot buck through it with that pistol grip on and it killed my hand i was like eh, i think i'm gonna put the stock back on this this sucks <laughs> he started laughing because i told you yeah it's just whoever invented the pistol grip for a shotgun is just no that's this that's the stupidest idea ever don't do that <laughs> they just it might have been a florida man yeah you never know you never know like, hey, we're gonna put a pistol grip in the stock. Watch him. <laughs> I um, I actually recently saw our uh, the building of our state capital recently. Mm. Uh, and in good old Tallahassee, Florida. It uh, it looks like a penis. Mm. 
because why not? <laughs> no, I'm not even. It's like people kept saying it, and then I actually went up there, state capitol uh, building. I'm like, looks like penis. Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna have to look at it. Tallahassee state capitol. It's like this. Is this? Is this? Um, phallic tower between two domes. I'm like, okay, what else is this supposed to be? <laughs> All right, I found the picture, but Jesus. Uh, architects, you gotta love them. Let's see if we can share the screen here. Oh my God, it's so, so horrible. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. what else is it supposed to be? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Why are the two domes? I just oh. why do you need the two domes? Oh, that's that's horrendous. That's ah, uh, Florida. It's although, and then I kind of made peace with it. I'm like, this is the most Florida thing possible. Yeah, oh, man, that's just it's like you're just making it into a giant dick with balls on it. It's the most Florida thing possible. It's it's great. Yeah, that's a that's 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 really wild. <laughs> Those damn architects. <laughs> so as far as the thing possible, I was like, okay. Initially, I was kind of embarrassed, and then I was like, you know what? I'm embracing this. It's the most Florida thing possible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not to be outdone, Louisiana is uh, is pretty terrible too. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So there's the uh, Louisiana State Capitol, as taken from the uh, the garden in the front. So, and it's actually the, I want to say it used to be the tallest building in Louisiana. It's also somewhat, somewhat phallic as well. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's like, yeah, let's just make them, you know, just make them look like giant dicks. Let people know we're fucking them really good. <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. Speaking of which, I love that uh, Jeff Bezos is now. A real life Doctor Evil. Yeah, that's uh, the Blue Origin rocket. De yeah, it definitely looks like a penis. And then uh, you know, it's head shaved. It's got to be Doctor Evil. I love now it. I just need I to now we just need to scar on this side and to start talking like Thorn Michaels. I think it's great. I think that Jeff Bezos is. So I'm 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 kind of in a very difficult position. <laughs> Between a rock and a hard place. Hard place. So, Jeff Bezos is clearly Dr. Evil. Clearly. Right. The alternative is Elon Musk. Uh, yes, good old Elon, who has embraced doing mean tweets. I, he had a couple, I, I, had a couple I, of bangers I, against Senator Warren. I mean, I, and that makes it extra hard for me, because I'm like, hell yeah, Elon. But I'm also like, okay, this guy went... First of all, um, his family has always had some really dodgy um, business dealings back home in terms of, you know, the old apartheid government and mining and all that stuff. But more more than that, is, uh, that and he went to my rival school back home. Uh, he went to Pretoria Boys High, which is just the worst school in the world to go to because it means you're evil and disgusting. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, and the worst part is that he he accepted government subsidies for his for his company. So I'm kind of like either Doctor Evil or this guy who's kind of evil as well in his own way. Plus, plus if you look up his mom's Twitter, she's also like kind of Doctor Evilish. I'm like, who do I pick here? Yeah. Uh, he's he's always kind of skeeved me out a little bit just because of the uh, pretends to be a lot smarter than he is, and I know he's like almost like a verified genius and everything. But uh, yeah, give me ten years, I'll be better than Elon. Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, I saw this one today, and this this one I'm gonna have to make the uh, the meme of the week because it is just great. So this one came from Donald Trump Jr.'s Instagram account. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw that one earlier today and I about busted out laughing. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but I can't support him. He went to Pretoria Boys High, which makes him evil and bad and just uh But he's a he's a countryman. He's a, he's he's a brother. <laughs> he went to Pretoria Boys High. We're from the same town and I know yeah. we even went to the same university. So yeah. Uh, do my eyes deceive me? What's up, Rebel? Uh, blood alcohol level. That's what's up right now. <laughs> Facts. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Schmeghead. <laughs> oh, man. No, your eyes do not deceive you. I am here in black and white. Not to make it a race joke, but, you know. <laughs> well, actual African versus American. Yes, an actual African American. The the descriptor fits. <laughs> Have you given anybody shit about that? I should. I, I should. I haven't really, but I should. <laughs> I mean, just just for nothing else, and then just kind of see that what their face reaction does, because you know it's gonna I, be like. Um... I've I've kind of, I've always toyed with the idea of like messing with African Americans here and just like speaking Afrikaans or Sitswana, like speaking one of our actual African languages to them and be like, yeah. oh, you don't understand it, so I guess you're not African American. I guess you're just American. <laughs> uh, you know that's gonna work out up until the day where the one guy understands you and then like responds back. And then we'll have a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or up until the point that somebody gets mad and shoots me. Well, there is there is that. There is that. Life is always on the line, I guess. But I have plot armor, so I'm good. Plot armor? You mean plate armor? No, plot armor. It's a narrative concept where if a character exists in a later book in the series... Then, if you write a previous book or a previous movie, then they have to live through it narratively yeah. for coherence for plot armor. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Unless it's a unreliable narrator, right? It's the reason why I hate the the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I actually got mad at it at the end. Really? <laughs> yeah, because when they kind of like did the kind of the reveal, like the whole relationship with his neighbor down the hallway was just kind of in his head. I was like, well, this fucking movie sucks because the guy that's telling the story is fucking crazy. <laughs> I got mad, walked up out of the theater. I was like, damn it. I wanted to like this. <laughs> it was actually a really good Joker movie. Not going to lie. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty good. But I, I, right up until that last minute, I was like, oh, no, he's telling the story. This, oh, none of this happened. <laughs> Oh no! I can't believe any of it happened. Uh, can can we discuss uh, Bill Tong for a second? By the way, yes, yes, we most certainly can. Gotta love the good old uh, meat snack. So I've I've got a batch of strips marinating right now. Nice. Which after this 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 session, I will put into the drying area. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people are catching on to it into the States, but they're, yeah. they're sort of making it more complex than it needs to be. It's actually really quite simple. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not very hard to do. And I feel like people like, how much salt should I add or how much whatever spice or whatever? It was just how dry should it be precisely? Make it as dry or wet as you want it to be, you know, for, for your liking. It's yeah. It's like, uh, what do you guys call it when it's like not all the way dry? You guys call it like medium rare or something like that? It's yeah. kind of like a uh, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, I've got my little box back there and everything else. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, six days, I get it nice and dry. It's the, still got a little bit of uh, moisture in the middle. Not too much, though. But uh, And then you can eat it right away. You don't have a problem with mold or anything else. So there you go. I mean, I've got people asking me, can you do it in a food dehydrator? Sure. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. that much of a purist. Like, just do it if you want to. I mean, I do mine in a cardboard box. 
a couple of meat hooks that hang from a paint stirrer. So, you know, and it works. And I got a PC fan to keep the air moving through it. So that's it. It's that simple. It really is. Nice. I mean, you can't mess it up. I mean, you really can't. <laughs> we're, we're talking about a food item that was created literally hundreds of years ago. Anything yeah. you use right now would be orders of magnitude more um, sophisticated than anything that they had available back then. Right. Yeah, and I was even uh, doing a little bit of research on it. And then uh, you see some of the recipes and it's just like, hang it from the tree branch for about four days. <laughs> and it's like, hang it from a tree branch? <laughs> it can't be the only thing to it, but apparently that was, that was how it was done back there. So, but yeah, I've done it uh, with the traditional recipe, you know, salt, pepper, coriander. Uh, I've used slap your mama on it, which is really good. Comes out really great. Uh, you'll get a nice little dose of that at Childerberg because I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a couple of strips. So, Childerberg. So, so can you explain Childerberg to me, please? <laughs> yes, as the unofficial spokes weasel, I can uh, I can explain Childerberg. Uh, next May, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I think it's the 28th through the 30th. Uh, we'll be at the Mule Shoe Bend Recreational Area outside of Austin, Texas. Uh, it's near a little place called Spicewood, Texas, but uh, Austin is the next uh, biggest city. And uh, we're going to be out there the whole weekend uh, at a campsite. We're going to chill out, hang out, uh, tell some stories, uh, try to figure out who's grilling the burgers this year because last year was pretty ridiculous. We had all kinds of fun out there. Uh, we had Scott Horton out there because he lives in Austin. Uh, I think all in total last year was like 150 people at the campsite. So trying to turn it into the Texas answer to Pork Fest. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd I'd love to attend, but uh, like, what's <laughs> What is the criterion for getting into Childerberg? How do I get an invite to Childerberg? Uh, well, you just go over to uh, Childerberg.com, and uh, it's got like a little newsletter sign up right there. Uh, uh, this like, year, am I, I libertarian he's... enough to get into Childerberg is the question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you, you're more than libertarian enough if you can come and hang out and, you know, just vibe, I guess. That's really the only requirements. Uh, this year, they are uh, charging $25 for your campsite, but that's uh, that's about it because we got we're going to have the entire park to ourselves. So. so that's it. Small little entrance fee. Whatever yeah. else you're going to do is going to go to uh, Free Ross. So there you go. Shout out to my homie, Free Ross. Yes, exactly. And I think uh, last year we ended up raising about 500 bucks to send to Free Ross. After all the event and everything, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and we had a, a live show at the Iron Wolf Distillery, so we had uh, everyone bought whiskey and bourbon and stuff from the uh, from the distillery. I had a, um, I had a great time there because we had a music act, uh, comedy was out there. We had Robbie the Fire. Uh, after music, we had it was like a local band that's also Libertarians. So yeah, it was a it was a fun time. It's a fun time. Of course, for me, it's like, how am I going to keep from getting a sunburn because I'm a redhead? So <laughs> just had to make sure I kept reapplying sunscreen every 15 minutes. Uh, I mean, I'm on my vitamin D supplements so that I get enough vitamin D. Being a brown person, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you'll get plenty of sun out there because, you know, it's Texas. So <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a nice little lake right there that uh, was at one time a river. So a uh, nice little long lake. A lot of people doing uh, jet skis. They had a couple of uh, water planes taking off from there. Just go do sightseeing and stuff. It, pretty great time. Pretty great time. You should definitely Damn. do it. I guess I'll, I'll just, like, get a flight out there or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. They'll just uh, fly in to Austin, and then uh, if they're not staying at the camp, they, there's plenty of like hotels and stuff in Austin that you can stay at. And it's only like, I think it's like 30 or 40 minutes from Austin driving. It's not too bad. And they have also got Airbnbs that are like closer. So, yeah, pretty fun time. You should definitely do it. I'd love to get my <laughs> short, short ass out to uh, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, Beatrix, who is the uh, the wife of Tommy Selmans, who does uh, Year Zero podcast. Uh, she was the one who brought the Biltong out there last year because uh, she is from South Africa as well. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. You know, South Africans. Yeah. We're like the Mandalorians, except real life <laughs> Mandalorians. Yeah, but I mean, you guys don't have to go hide in a sewer and <laughs> only come out this, one at a time. This is the way. <laughs> uh, Smeghead again. Texas is a couple million miles closer to the sun than the rest of the planet, and that's science. Uh, this is somebody who has obviously never been to Florida. So, <laughs> Florida is the sunshine state. I am adjusting to Florida quite well, actually. Thank you, Smigid. Yeah. Now, uh, Florida was the only place I've actually got a blister because I got sunburned so bad. It was it was not fun. That bad, huh? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, as a redhead, the, the place to fall asleep was next to a pool with, like, no sunscreen on, you know. So. <laughs> That's an emergency room visit everyone should do. Yeah, I had... Uh... My friend, uh, Colonel Chris White, on our show a while ago. He's from Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, it's interesting because he, he served in Iraq. And then he came down to Florida. I'm like, there is no way you find Florida's heat anyway comparable to Iraq. And he's like, yeah, but there's just like, he's, he's like dealing with like the, the, the moisture in the air. Plus, yeah. The heat is like, yeah. Yeah. See, like out in Nevada, it can be 104 during the day. But, you know, as soon as you sweat, it evaporates and it makes you cooler, you know, kind of like sweat's supposed to work. Yeah. In the South, you sweat and it's staying there and it just makes you hotter because you're now sweating onto yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to describe it once. It's like try to imagine drying a thick, heavy blanket in a dryer all day and then walking outside in that dryer, <laughs> you know, in that in that blanket all everywhere you go. It's like that close to you. That is, that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, if you if you can't take the heat down here, I mean, it's pretty weird. And then our cold is different as well because it's humid. It just seems yeah. like it's colder. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Getting used to this Florida winter, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, Florida is not going to be as bad. I guess up in Tallahassee, maybe. But yeah, down here in Louisiana, it can get, you know, down into the 20s and it just cuts right through you because of the humidity. So. <laughs> How's uh, old uh, Joe, what's his name doing in, in Cincinnati now? Joe in Cincinnati. Not even sure who you're talking about. The uh, former LSU quarterback. Oh, uh, Joe Burrows. Yeah. Joe Burrows. Um, haven't really been keeping up with the NFL. <laughs> I really, I really think I should have. It's like, man, just like I don't want to watch it with everybody wearing masks and stuff. It was like it's just gonna take me out of it. I, I can't get into it. But yeah, I guess he's doing all right up there. I haven't heard anything. Like, he seems bad. to be having fun. I, I saw that, uh, like you said, that the response video you point you posted to me when I posted that LSU uh, <laughs> number player. I was, I'm, I'm not even mad actually. That, that, that whole LSU. Get the gat, like that whole, uh, that victory video they had. I was like, that's so classy. I'm not even mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's pretty good stuff. It's pretty good stuff. But yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the NFL. I, I probably should have, but oh well. Yeah. It's, it's one of the worst things, at least from my perspective as an outsider, is like something like the, 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 the NFL. Oh, shout out to Smegid who took, uh, your kid out to florida yeah last time he visited florida was in the winter and uh took his kid to see the ocean for the first time there you go yeah my uh my five-year-old daughter got to see the ocean for the first time when we were in uh, jacksonville for a week it was pretty fun uh we brought the rain with us because it rained every single day that we were there and that's not normal for jacksonville so <laughs> oh no, it is not yeah pretty great jacksonville it's on my uh list of recommendations for places for people to go not a great football team though no 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 yeah and that was another thing that we talked about uh on the episode with cd mcray we were talking about uh urban meyer because they were trying to get him to replace uh our new ball coaches uh, old alma mater uh 
Notre Dame. And I was like, do they have like clubs that he can go dance with girls who are not his wife? I don't know. <laughs> you got in what? trouble for it. It was, it was like, what are, you, what are you doing, Urban? You're like 60 years old. Stay all the way from the clubs. Bro. <laughs> I mean, there's a little part of me that's like, respect. I mean, you're still getting out there and doing it, but. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well played. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. We're coming up on an hour. So two things I wanted to cover with you, actually, while I'm Go here. For it. Um, a quick uh, sort of tech topic. If you if you want to discuss something tech-related, please mm. don't say NFTs because I'm tired of that. I, I know I'm a computer scientist, but I'm I'm just so tired of that. I just, I, no, just... I, I had I had my uh, my uh, new buddy uh, Full Metal Magdalene to come on and talk about her NFTs, and uh, she sold a whole bunch okay, of them. And her her Ethereum slut is what she's calling them got two Ethereum. So that's $8,000 for a JPEG. Game, respect game. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, but I'm happy to, I, I'm thinking more physics and weapons, that sort of thing, even though yeah. I'm a computer scientist. If you want to discuss some topic with me, I'm happy to, to, to work yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, go for it. With you. Um, go for it. What tech thing did you have in mind? Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, Say phased plasma rifle in the 40 watt range be an interesting concept i was thinking more like power satellite because the fun thing about a power satellite is that it's very difficult to build a power satellite without essentially building a death ray oh so the idea being beaming electricity into people's homes yeah. ah, so the old build, nikola tesla thing okay you build these satellites in space obviously there's a whole thing of beaming energy down through earth's atmosphere but Beyond that, even any satellite you build in space um, with enough power collecting ability is a power satellite. The problem is the difference between a power satellite and a death ray is dialing the dial from 10 to 11. Yeah. That's the only difference between a power satellite and a death ray because you microwave beam down the energy and it's like, well, now it's a power satellite and now it's a death ray. <laughs> Yeah, so we I guess we need a a good math test for the employee who's going to operate the switch because we don't want that one to get screwed up. Yeah, and the other thing technologically that kind of annoys me a lot that I see from people is um, this concept of uh, aliens coming to Earth for our resources. Yeah, um, because it it exhibits poor understanding of physics, poor understanding of economics. There are asteroids out there so full of gold that it would bankrupt earth like they don't need to travel lightier distances to earth for our resources they don't kids yeah well i can understand if maybe earth had that one thing that maybe no other planets in the nearby system would have but uh yeah as far as covering the vast di uh, distance going yeah, from one end of the galaxy to the other uh, in itself is uh, much less traveling the universe yeah, unless you have faster than light travel abilities. Um, yeah, but I mean, how then, much faster than light? Even then, it's going to take you a long time. Exactly. So you get <laughs> here, and by the time you get here, we have weapon systems so powerful. It's like, why did you roll up into our, our neighborhood? Because we're about to splatter you all over the sidewalk. <laughs> so just from a tech perspective. Um, yeah. And the other one is... Uh, is uh, is the AI perspective is that people are super scared of that. One of the unintentional things with AI, and I'm and I'm discussing this seeing as I just finished my calculus uh, module with AI, <laughs> is that uh, I've become really intimately aware that uh, uh, terrible AIs are not terrible AIs necessarily because they're evil. They just are fulfilling a purpose. Yeah. Um, like if if you give it its purpose to be make as many ice creams as possible, it may calculate that way to do that by melting down human biomass and making ice cream from it. It's, it's 
Yeah, I I guess the uh, the reservation to artificial intelligence is probably just uh, a thing from the uh, from movies because we've always been you know oh the machines are going to become self aware and then they'll just do away with humanity. Uh, and then we saw like they had experiments with uh, artificial intelligence where they had two artificially intelligent computers and they just kind of created their own language to talk to each other. You know, it may be nothing nefarious going on there, but still it's, you know, a little creepy. I would just say it's probably fine, but it would need a lot of oversight. Uh, po'boys are a limited resource that must be protected from alien confiscation. Yes. Yes. Po'boys. Uh, see down here in Louisiana, we get po'boys instead of submarine sandwiches or gyros. So yeah, it's just a uh, big, big sandwich. I'm just an ignorant African. I don't understand your American lingo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, uh, if, yeah, we definitely, <laughs> no, Jason Booth chiming in with another one. Motherfucking Skynet. Yeah, that's right. You leave our machines alone. They're, they're great machines. <laughs> They only want the good for us. Yeah, and I would just say, anyone who's played a video game in the last 10 years, uh, congratulations, you went up against artificial intelligence. It's built into every video game. Because the game has to learn how you play. So, um, Actually, even um, if you drive sort of a luxury German brand sort of thing, German brand, car, Audi, Mercedes, BMW, yeah. it starts to learn how you drive on a certain yeah. step. Um, Oh, the one last thing I wanted to add, um, because I, one of the things that struck me most recently on one of your podcasts was uh, that you had uh, Roth Birdian on. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, good old Masha. Yes. And, uh, and, and I actually became a fan of, of, of her account because uh, how, do I, how do I put this delicately? Uh, I feel like a lot of the libertarian movement has sort of degenerated into libertinism which is not necessarily yeah. yeah i mean there's a little bit of that i mean we get uh i mean there's uh, there's a whole bunch of them out there that uh do the sex work is work and it's like okay fine i don't want to see you being arrested for being a prostitute that being said i'm not going to use a prostitute nor do i want a brothel down the street from my house <laughs> no there, there's there is a, kind of a funny thing with it because libertarianism, we have to walk that fine edge sometimes between libertinism and libertarianism. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we dogpile on that kind of stuff. It was like, oh, what you're saying is you want, you know, kids in the street doing heroin, you know, with their prostitute mothers and everything. It was like, it's like, no, you're you're blowing it out of proportion. But yeah, I get I get it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the one thing I wanted to mention. I was like, oh, there's. Roth, uh, Roth Birdian character thing. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I sympathize with a lot of that is that as a slightly socially conservative person, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I support a lot of the libertarian points because personally, I just, we need to stop thinking that libertarianism is a license to just, like you said, just, you know. Yeah, just cross. go balls out and do whatever you, you know, do what that will, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, guys, we're we're not Satanism over here. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, that was cool. I, I really appreciated you having such a person on your show. <laughs> yeah, uh, Masha is always welcome back. She she's she is a treasure. Uh, and then, of course, Jason Booth. Two things I hate: Rhodes and other anarchist libertarians. Yes, yes, must hate them all because <laughs> they're not real, man. <laughs> Rhodes, <sighs> start doing our Maxwell Sterner. Yeah, so it's just a spook in your mind <laughs> on the way to the gun range today we actually drove through so much dirt road it was unbelievable and uh, and we all paid taxes for these dirt roads so yeah nice nice <laughs> yeah I, I drive around baton rouge it's like driving on dirt roads <laughs> yeah the roads around here is just terrible terrible well i think that's probably going to do it for us tonight wotan yeah. go ahead and drop all your plugs buddy Oh, thank you. Um, you can reach me on at WotanZA on Twitter. And for it's... us Americans, that's a Z-A. He said Z. I understand. It's confusing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm currently like a literal NFT right now. My, my, my uh, Twitter 
profile picture is a literal NFT type looking thing. And um, I like it. It's, it's, it's me as a cartoon character. And um, you can reach me also on at NoScript Show, um, which is our little tech slash libertarian podcast. And uh, we hope to have you on again soon uh, because we're going to make a little Christmas sort of uh, podcast thing. Okay. Oh, nice. No script and friends Christmas special. So that'll be fun. And um, yeah, that, that's that's about it. I don't have a Substack or anything like that. So yeah. Nice. So I'll, I'll have the banner scrolling across, across the bottom. If you go to uh, Wotan's uh, uh, Twitter handle, I think you got the No Script Show uh, tagged in there. So yeah, they can definitely find it there. And of course, whenever I get to updating the, uh, the show notes, it'll be down below there as well. So, man, uh, thanks for uh, coming on. I'll say bye to you off the air, okay? Thank you for having me on. Uh, no problem at all, man. All right, and there he goes, folks. As I said, uh, you can find him at Wotan ZA, or as he calls it, ZA, on Twitter. You can find his links to the No Script Show, which I've been on and got invited back. And, of course, uh, I love doing episodes with other people's shows. But uh, if you check down in the, uh, the show notes below, after this goes out and everything else, I'll have all my links and uh, details there, as well as a link for you to save 10% on your next cup of coffee with Lorenzotti.coffee. Just put in my promo code RWAC at checkout. Get yourself 10% off in any order over 15 bucks. Automatically free shipping. Gotta love it. All right, guys. We'll take it easy, and we will come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause, which probably will be my end-of-the-year clip down where I'm going to go through all of my favorite clips from this show for the year. All right, guys. Take it easy and out. Out.